Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Ezekiel 15 gives us a story of a parable of, of Israel being useless, of being um, without purpose. In fact, look at the first several verses here of Ezekiel 15. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, how does the wood of the vine, that branch among the trees of the forest, compare to any other wood? Can wood be taken from it to make something useful? Or can anyone make a peg from it to hang things on? In fact, it is put into a fire as fuel. The fire devours both of its end and the middle is charred. Can it be useful for anything? Even when it was a whole, it could not be made into a useful object. How much less can it ever be made into anything useful when the fire has devoured it and it's charred? And he said, therefore, this is what the Lord God says, like the wood of the vine among the trees of the forest, which I have given to the fire's fuel, so I will give up the residents of Jerusalem. And he continues to talk about the judgment on Jerusalem, on Israel. And you see this parable basically of him saying, you're like a vine. You're useless. There's no use of you. You can't even make a peg out of you. And I don't know what comes to your mind, but when I think of this I think of grapevines, and I don't even know how those grow around here. I know in Indiana, between uh, my house and my grandma's house, we lived right beside each other in two trailers, and there was a, a grapevine that my grandma had, and uh, there was some metal uh, about 10 feet long, and it was in the ground, and um, it would just get twirled up with these vines. And I remember as a kid, it was awesome to go over there during the time of grape season and, and pick off the grapes and eat the grapes. We loved the grapes, and um, it was fun, but that was only for a season. The rest of the time, if you were to go over there, the wood was there, the vine was there, but it was all crumbly. It was all um, just looked so uh, brittle. In fact, you would, could use it as like um, for for fire, for kindling a fire, and and uh, it was useless uh, for the most of the time until the grapes would come, till the fruit would come. And God's telling Jerusalem through Ezekiel, He says, "Y'all are just like this vine that's useless. There's no purpose in you. Um, there's no fruit in you. There's nothing uh, that can be made of you." And so you get to this place of, of, of understanding really the reality of any of us, not just Israel, but really any of us apart from Christ. This is our state. We're useless. We can do nothing on our own. In fact, I believe Jesus ties in this parable with an extended parable in John 15. So we go from Ezekiel 15 to John 15, the gospel of John. And you remember what Jesus said there? He said, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener or the vine dresser. He takes away every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. If anyone remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, though, he can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Listen to this. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. I believe Jesus is tying on the extended parable. He says, you remember the law left you in a place where at the end of the day, you were useless. There was nothing useful out of you. In fact, you couldn't even um, be used as a peg. You couldn't be used as anything else. There's no fruit on you and there's nothing you can do about that. And on your own, there's nothing you can do. Uh, apart from me, you can do nothing, Jesus says. However, we see something very beautiful here. Jesus says, but listen, I am the vine and you are the branches. 
You're the branches that are to bear fruit, and I am the thick of the vine. He says, listen, when you abide in me, I abide in you. When you remain in me, I'm in you. And there's this beautiful picture of him sourcing us with the fruit and and the power of allowing us to become fruitful. He says, and then you can fulfill the purpose of God. You can be fruitful. You can bear fruit. And the fruit of the spirit, especially love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We get to bear those things because Christ is in us and we are in him. So I want you to think today about what kind of branch are you? Because it's very clear that we are a branch. We are either a branch on our own that gets withered up and thrown into a fire, or we are a branch that he has pruned and that he that bears fruit. And so hear it. We do go through pruning. God does prune us. He does um, cut back and, and, and move us and change us and, and transform us so that we can bear more fruit, just like you would um, any type of plants, roses and things. You prune them so that they can grow. And there's a picture of Jesus says, look, on your own, you will do nothing. I'll just cast you in the fire. However, if you realize I'm the vine and my father is the vine dresser, the gardener, and he desires to put you in such a way where you would bear fruit, then to together... Me and you and you and me, we'll see God do mighty things. We'll see great fruit. Praise the Lord for that. So which branch are you? Are you the one that's useless? Or are you the one that's bearing fruit? Is there some pruning God needs to do so that you would start bearing fruit? Or is he going to need to cut you completely off and throw you in a fire? Because there's no transformation of your heart and you're far from him. Or do you have a desire to, to love him deeply and to lean into him and, and to see the grace of God surround you and, and give you hope and allow the fruit of the Spirit to be evident in your life. Would you pray with me? Father God, Lord, we just come before you and ask for your mercy, Lord, and for your grace. And we ask, God, that you would just overwhelm us with that. Lord, I pray that you would help us remain in you and, and you in us. And that we would be the branch that bears fruit, God, for your glory. That we wouldn't be useless like Ezekiel 15. But in John 15, we'd hear the promise of you being the true vine. And Father God, you being the gardener, the vine dresser. Dress us up, Lord. Prune us and let fruit bear for your glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.